I want to talk about what happened yesterday as Joe Biden and Donald Trump both went down to the border. Biden in Brownsville, Texas, for a dog and pony show where he is going to meet with members of the Border Crossing Guards Union. And then Donald Trump going to Eagles Pass, where, where real action is taking. Eagles Pass is this small community that's been simply overwhelmed by the number of illegals who are coming into the country. And, of course, the Biden administration, you know what? Acknowledging the problem is the first chance to solve the problem. The Biden administration refers to these people as migrants. No, they are illegal immigrants. They are people who are breaking our law by entering the country illegally. And if you can't use that as the starting point of the debate, there's not going to be much of a debate. Joe Biden going down there yesterday is political malpractice. It only highlights or puts into the news cycle one of his biggest failings. And believe me, there are a lot of big failings. COVID wasn't handled very well. That pullout from Afghanistan, that's not being handled very well. Getting Iran back into a nuclear deal that you know they're going to break? Now, that, that's not very good either. Um, but the biggest problem for Joe Biden right now, aside from his age, aside from he wants a nap and wants to wake up to ice cream, is that the number of people crossing our southern border is just, it's legion right now. And for Joe Biden to go down there and, again, to have nothing, that, that's political malpractice. So what did Joe Biden do during his appearance in Brownsville? He calls on Donald Trump, says, hey, work with me on this. That it's been widely reported that Donald Trump thought the deal that was negotiated in the Senate last month was so bad that Republicans, it, it was worse than having uh, no deal at all. And Donald Trump is right. If you remember, what we negotiated in the Senate was, well, about 5,000 illegals a day could come in. And then these new rules to shut down certain border crossings or to say, I'm sorry, we're full up today for processing people with asylum claims. Then they would take effect. Well, 5,000 illegals coming into our country every day or you know, over a one week period. 35,000 over a month, hundreds of thousands. What kind of deal is that? And that assumes that the Biden administration will enforce the new law that would have passed through the Senate and then would have had to have been okayed in the House of Representatives. That includes that Joe Biden would live up to the spirit and the letter of the law. And as you can see, what's happening at the border right now is the letter of our current law is not being followed. So Joe Biden says, hey, Donald Trump, work with me on this. Why don't we meet on something that we can all live with? Well, Donald Trump is not a political dummy. He's not going to take that bait. Donald Trump's response should be very simple. Yeah, I got two things that we could work with together. Border wall and stay in Mexico. By the way, those were policies that Donald Trump had in place. And you know what? Those policies were moving forward without any action in Congress. Donald Trump went to court and won the right to use some discretionary military spending to, to fund the border wall. That Donald Trump said, look, I'm, I'm the commander-in-chief. I've got national security responsibilities and that there is some military money, money for the Pentagon programs that uh, I have discretion over. And I am prioritizing keeping illegals out of the country. It's a national security threat. So I'm using some of that money to build the border wall. And you know what? Donald Trump was challenged in court. He did pretty well on that issue. Um, even that super liberal Ninth Circuit Court in California said that it is nonsensical that the government would have existing border wall and that the president can't use money to keep the border wall in place. He won in front of the most liberal, most ridiculous, least friendly appeals court in the country.
So Donald Trump can tell Joe Biden, uh, hey, those are the two things. You, you want my cooperation? Sure. Here's money where border wall construction is going to resume. And oh, by the way, my policy of stay in Mexico until your court date comes up for an asylum hearing. Look, most of these asylum hearings are bogus to begin with. That most of the immigrants who come here are coached by some activist group of here's what you got to say to to win temporary asylum or at least to be allowed into the country until you can have a full court hearing. Oh, seven or eight years down the road that we know you'll never actually show up for. So, no, stay in Mexico is the right policy. Here are things about our asylum law that's true, but are never talked about. Um, We offer people political asylum and ethnic asylum. That if you're members of the Stars on Thars tribe and, oh, the Crescent Moon tribe is in power in your country and they're killing people of your, you could get political asylum in the U.S. That my ethnic group, we're in fear for our lives in whatever country, Nicaragua or Guatemala, um, you could apply for asylum. And those are grounds that we give people asylum. Um, We give people political asylum. Well, uh, my party, the Orange Party, has lost to the Magenta Party, and the Magentas are now killing the Oranges, that we have a secret knock at the door and the secret police drags us off to jail never to be heard of again. Well, if you're a member of the Orange Party, you can get asylum in the United States because you are politically persecuted. Here is what you cannot make an asylum claim for. Well, my husband beats me, and the police are corrupt, so they don't do anything. My husband's a member of the favored uh, police group, so they uh, turn a blind eye when my husband is drunk and gets angry and throws me around. I think that's horrible. But that's an internal situation in your country. Your country has to deal with how corrupt and lousy their police force is. And my heart goes out to domestic abuse victims. It's just not a valid claim for asylum here. And the United States has determined what you can and can't come into the country for. Um, Because you have no job, because your economy sucks, because, well, um, the only part of our economy that's flourishing is the drug trade. And if you're not willing to be a part of the drug trade, well, then there's no economic security for you. I'm sorry, that that sucks. Maybe your country should become less corrupt and should be less ruled by drug lords and be ruled more by law and order. But that is not a reason for coming into the United States. It is not a valid asylum claim. So to coach people up and to say, well, you've got to say that you're part of the wrong ethnic group and, and that's why you're being persecuted. I think all of that is disingenuous. And those people who are making false asylum claims, they should indeed stay in Mexico until it's their turn for a hearing. Then they come up to a border crossing and are given a court date and their case is pre-screened. So I'm, I'm sorry, I get that the police suck and that you can't get a job in your country. That's not a reason that you're going to come into the United States. You might apply for a temporary worker's visa, but you're not going to get a green card to stay here indefinitely. Donald Trump did all of those things without Congress taking any action. Donald Trump did them through executive order, again, through using existing money through the Pentagon to to a program that he thought was nationally urgent. So for Joe Biden to say, well, my hands are tied unless the Senate will pass this bill and then the House says it's dead on arrival. I can't do anything without that. No, none of that is true. And Joe Biden, to me, looks incredibly politically weak, that he has to reach out to his opponent, a guy who he says is an existential threat to democracy. I kind of wonder, you know what would be a better question for Joe Biden? Joe Biden, if you lose the presidential race, will you leave the White House? Will you voluntarily leave the White House? Again, you've said that your opponent, the guy who may beat you on Election Day, is an existential threat to democracy.
would you leave and turn over the, the keys to the executive mansion to him? How about that? What does it say when one candidate needs help from someone who he says is such an unacceptable choice that, uh, honestly, we'd like to see him prosecuted and thrown in jail or we'd like to see him taken off the ballot in certain states? One candidate looks strong and the other looks pathetically weak.